0: Hello, grandkids, and welcome to Stunt Granny Audio 896. This is Kevin DeFrango. On the other end is Chris Calamito. What is up, good sir? Not nah,
1: a heck of a lot, Kevin.
0: How are you? Uh, you know, it's uh, another day in, uh, in paradise uh, as we record uh, watching uh, Shahid's beloved uh, Philadelphia Phillies play in a game seven. Always a little uh, nerve-wracking, always fun to watch uh, when uh, your team is not involved, because then you don't need to stress out about it. So, Game 7, it's great, and insert sport here. Don't care which one it is. Uh, I know that we don't get there with football, American football at least, but, uh, you know, hey, do-or-die games work just about the same. So, uh, that will be enjoyed in the background, uh, Chris, we could not come to a consensus on, uh, a big story this week in wrestling, because, uh, I think for the second consecutive week, things have, uh, been pretty mellow on the, uh, on the news front, and, uh, you know, there haven't been any big events, really, to speak of, uh, on TV, so... Cause what? wrestle Dream was the last thing, and what? We don't have uh, Crown Jewel coming up until not this coming Saturday, but the Saturday oh, we, after that.
1: You're forgetting. You're forgetting Fast Lane.
0: But that was even further back, though.
1: No, no, that was that was after that was after Russell Dream.
0: Oh, that was after wrestle Dream. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was after. But well, well, well,
1: whatever. We, we don't really have anything much. <laughs> on the horizon until November when there are three major events. Two of which I am planning for on, 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 on watching. On, on, on Peacock the third. There's that chance of hell I'm paying 50 bucks for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that is fair enough. Uh, I'm not sure if they will uh, talk me into the building and uh, proverbially uh, so to speak uh, I have my doubts just because oof boy uh, AEW is I mean I think all of us in some capacity have talked about it it's just a mess currently
1: uh, so it is, it, 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 it is a mess
0: so you know it, it, that one's just kind of yeah it's going to be a tough sale for me uh, there are a lot of places where I could, uh, see things, uh, coming up, but, uh, that one is, uh, not really one of them. Uh, I, I would not expect, uh, quite frankly, to, uh, to turn around in that short a time period. They need, uh, some consistent guidance somewhere along the way. Hey, well, at least Tony Khan hasn't, uh cursed anyone out in like a week and a half so maybe Tony's gotten it under control here
1: well that's uh, all thank goodness for all
0: favors (laughs) (laughs) so uh, in lieu of having a uh, a top story here uh, we just decided hey you know chronological used to work why not just do it that way and hey that makes sense Smackdown Friday first up on the docket We're still on Fox, on FS1 this coming week, as advertised. Uh, But, uh, yeah, we end up, uh, what do we get? We get some, uh, you know, bloodline information to uh, start this, this show off here.
1: Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. We start the show off. With Paul Heyman in the ring, and a week where Roman Reigns isn't on the show, he does his he does his spiel promoting the upcoming Crown Jewel main event, while also putting down Roman Reigns' opponent Roman Reigns' opponent shows up, makes physical threats towards Paul, which he of course has, has no answer for, and there's no one to there's no one to help him during the during this. And yep, th- that's about it. <laughs> no, oh. a maintenance segment, if there, if there ever was one.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a very good description. Uh, you know, you get the L.A. Night Pop, you uh, always have the uh, threaten Paul with violence. People uh, are really up for that. No matter how many times, it doesn't really materialize
1: no Paul not the most not the most heavy bumping manager in, 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 in wrestling history and for and, and, and with good reason he is a very not athletic man
0: huh? <laughs> uh, yeah and it's not really necessary uh, <laughs>
1: yes even when he was younger he, he, he was not he was not that guy he was not Bobby Eden, you know
0: <laughs> yeah you could tell Bobby really wanted back in the ring. Him, uh Paul, nah. I think he made it pretty clear that uh he knew what his limitations were. And uh yeah. God bless in that department as far as I'm concerned. Um The uh the weirdness for uh Santos Escobar continues.
1: Uh yeah, this is just this whole LWO thing is it, when we when we all believed it was going to be a short term thing, leading to Santos turning on Ray and the rest of Legato joining him, and him, you know, putting back on his his his, his, his old persona. Yeah, that was a, that was you know that was good, but then yeah, that then you know. Through WrestleMania, through Backlash in Puerto Rico, which of course it provided some 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 really you know really cool moments there. Then we're then then it's still dragging through the summer. Then they do the thing where Rey Mysterio wins the U.S. title instead of Santos Escobar. We get weeks of you know little subtle teases that maybe you know, things aren't so aren't so great between them because of this. They have the match. Ray wins clean. They begin feuding with Lashley and the Street Profits. Just the ultimate, you know, treadmill feud that nothing ever gets settled, nothing ever gets accomplished. With these guys, they bring Carlito back in this role because they read the wrong signs about his pop at, at, at Backlash in Puerto Rico. And now. Ray is probably going to lose the U.S. title to Logan Paul, and there's no real story at all for Legato, Escobar and Legato.
0: Yeah, or the LWO in general.
1: <laughs> no, they really don't. I mean, there's there's no reason for Ray to go over Logan Paul. I mean, Logan Paul has already lost more matches than he's won in WWE. Oh. You, you know, you, so you got to... Get through something with him and, and really rev him up, you know, so that we can get we can get some some big moments heading into Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Uh, so yeah, I am I, foreseeing a title change there. In the meantime, you know what? Escobar lost on a roll up to a tag team guy. Where did he win that match? I
0: don't even uh, no, he he lost. Okay, he did lose. Which yes. which is I I, I mean. Sometimes on the podcast, I feel like I try to bite the uh, apple from both sides here. Uh, but Montez Ford has not exactly been on a winning streak on his own.
1: No, no, no. Th- this whole thing with lashing the street profits—that's not working. You know, they—they they played it way too ambiguous whether the, whether they they were heels or not for weeks and weeks. They, they they took their losses then they screwed up then lastly almost you know walked his hands of them and then they earned back his trust i guess um, they still lost that match the sixth man with, with with that carlito interjected himself into
0: no oh. yeah.
1: i think they may even st- they may even still be you know slapping hands and fist bumping with fans on the way in and out i'm not even sure you know which is basically what lashley has been doing for over a year now. Since he's supposed to be a heel, it's just—it's—it—it it, it, it had potential in the beginning, but it's just gone nowhere. And you know, none of those guys are anywhere. Yeah, they're about as far as uh, as well, 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 no one could be further down <laughs> than uh, Joaquin and the other guy.
0: Um, oh yeah, Raúl uh, or uh, Cruz del Toro. Yeah, that's Cruz, what it is. Cruz,
1: yes, yes, Cruz del Toro, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one can be further down down than those guys. And, but you know Escobar, Lashley, the Street Profits. Uh, there ain't nothing happening there. It's it's the it's the SmackDown equivalent of segments involving Bronson Reed, and Ciampa, and... Ooh, man. And... Even the stuff in the tag team division in Raw, that just, the, the never-ending, <laughs> you know, cycle of the same the teams all uh, wrestling each other.
0: I, I could be more on board with the uh, the tag team one. Uh, I at least enjoy what Bronson Reed is in, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Re- but... but when it was the three-way feud for nothing between him, Nakamura, and Chiapa, that was some that was some bad stuff. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, that was uh, probably the low light of uh, most of his run, honestly.
1: Yeah. Like I said, you got, you know... So, yeah, it's, you know... They're in filler segments, and there doesn't seem to be much, you know, really going on
0: uh, nope, uh, John Cena, uh, never shy to, uh, make an appearance, and, uh, he, uh, he shows up and ends up, uh, being, uh, confronted, uh, by, uh, one solo Sokoa.
1: Yes, John Cena coming in very emotional, talking about his streak. I'd love to know who actually did the math on this. So. <laughs> but, <laughs> it was Cena himself. Cena has not won a single a televised singles match since 2018, which I believe was the first Saudi show against Triple H, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I uh, yeah, um, I did not uh, back check their information. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but but that sounds that's that that, that sounds right. Because uh, really, other than that, <laughs> other than the. Other than the match with Roman Reigns at SummerSlam two years ago, and the Austin Theory match, at this year's Wrestlemania, he's been wrestling exclusive tag matches, exclusively in tag matches. Oh. And I believe he had an... Int- I mean, I think he barely did any matches in 2019.
0: Yeah, I... I guess th- they,
1: they count the fi- the Firefly Funhouse match. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, that does count. I mean, it counts as much as, uh, uh, was it last year or the year before? They're like, hey, John Cena hasn't been in a match this year, so we're going to have him wrestle on the New Year's Eve show. That, that, was, la- yeah, that
1: was last year, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 John Cena got one in right at the end.
0: Yeah, I mean, literal last minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, he essentially did not wrestle all last year. So I mean, that that's at least three sixty-five, really, right there. That there was not a possibility of him uh, obtaining a singles win. Yeah. Because again, so... tag match.
1: <laughs> and now he's going to be uh, programmed with one uh, solo Sokoa, so presumably heading into Crown Jewel. I don't know if it, I, I don't
0: know if he's gonna win that match either. <laughs> yeah, like I will feel really bad if Solo is the one that uh, gets saddled with giving John his first win in two thousand some odd days because it's just like I, I I would think that Cena knows that Sokoa is gonna be around and that he's gonna be Gonzo in a moment. So I I I would hope that John would. Be fine with putting him over, but uh, there, there's always that inkling. Like when you mention something like that, I, it makes me think that you're gonna get a big win or at least a win.
1: Yeah, no, no. I mean, I guess it's possible that he that, that, that he gets that win. I mean, it's the Saudi show. They like to give those folks some 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 reasons to cheer, some happiness. Although, I'm fairly certain that main event's not giving...
0: <laughs>
1: not going to leave them all warm and fuzzy. So maybe you got to give them some, something earlier in the show.
0: Uh, well, yeah. I guess we can get to that, uh, that matchup later. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, it, it was kind of surprising. That was one of those factoids, I guess, with with John Cena going, someone, uh, I remember seeing online, someone mentioning that this is going to be the first Saudi show that Brock Lesnar has not been involved in.
1: No, no, Brock Lesnar will not apparently be on this on, on, on this show. Um, they found nothing to kind of shoehorn him into, and I guess we're not going to see Brock until January at this point.
0: Uh, yeah. If he doesn't come back for this, I don't see a whole lot of reason for him to be on TV, quite no, frankly. No, no.
1: Yeah, no, no. They're not dragging Braca out of his hunting perch, <laughs> perch at all this fall.
0: Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, after Cena and, uh, in solo and the bloodline situation runs down. Uh, this is when we did get uh, Logan Paul challenging uh, Rey Mysterio officially.
1: Yes, we did get that, and Logan Paul, as usual, absolute natural at this. He was born. He, 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 he was born for this.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, he was.
1: And you know, him, him, Ray challenged Ray. Ray accepted. We 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 have our mask for, for Crown Jewel. Uh, Logan Paul going for his first championship in WWE, and I think he's gonna win it. And I also believe that he he he, well, he should win it because because uh, as I mentioned last week, this Rey Mysterio U.S. title run isn't isn't is lighting anyone on, isn't lighting anyone on fire.
0: Uh, no. No, it wasn't good from uh, from Jump Street, so uh, a change is for the best. But uh, Logan Paul did have a chance at Roman Reigns. He
1: did, but he lost that match. Though. But this he is did his lose. First, that match. Is, it's, it's still going to be potentially be his first
0: championship. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess we will uh, find out here uh, sooner rather than later if that uh, that's going to happen. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, not much more to add into that one. Uh, just four guys that uh, I feel like the WWE has no idea what to do with uh, all in one match. Uh, Cameron Grimes and Dragon Lee uh, were taking on Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. Uh oh,
1: wow. Now, this was the part <laughs> of was a show that no, that no one could possibly care about. I mean, but also, good on Grayson Waller for getting, hit, for, for getting his name out there and going after the Swifties. Playing that up absolutely brilliantly. Oh, you haven't seen any of that? Oh,
0: no, I have not.
1: Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Go through his social media posts. He, he's, 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 he. he's, 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 he, he's been playing the swifties like a <laughs> like a fiddle like a fiddle get, 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 getting some people legitimately mad at him <laughs> people i would never get mad at me cuz them swifties are,
0: craze, cra- are crazy crazy <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I have no i, 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 I have I, 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 I don't believe those people would have limits to how to, how far, far far they would go to 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 to, 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 to protect taylor
0: Oh, yeah, I, uh, that, that is still a mentality that uh, I am confused by. Uh, <laughs> not just for her, but for uh, a, a lot of uh, celebrities. But I do feel like uh, the Swifties have uh, become a little uh, notorious here recently.
1: Yes, they have. But... <laughs> But that's, uh, but, the, but, the, but that is Grayson Waller's extracurricular activities. On television, he's teaming with Austin awesome Theory. They got a tight tennis set about a month ago. They lost. They're still teaming with each other. There's nowhere really to go with this. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I think that that might be the best place for the two of them, uh, but I also don't know what kind of, uh, yeah, I don't see them becoming champs right now. Like the with the with where the tag team championships are right now. Like I don't see a way to work them into that story.
1: No, there's absolutely none. Pedals are on heels. There's not really. Actually, I don't think. Oh, unless we're unless we're talking about a uh, another it... Major another makes 15 there's really no one in contention right now there's no baby team in contention right now
0: uh, no that's why I was uh, not gonna be completely surprised if uh, Grimes and Lee won just to give them someone wait
1: wait wait, wait. I just I, I forgot I, I, I'm pretty sure I know who's, who's taking the who's taking the t- titles off of the judgment day you know for good basically DIY. Uh, oh. You know that's what Triple H wants. <laughs> uh,
0: that would, uh, be more surprising if it did not happen than if it did happen. Yes. Yes, I
1: don't <laughs> it, his boy's gotta eat. Uh,
0: yep. And, uh, you know, yeah. They, they can have a similar should they, uh, still be feuding, uh, have a little bit of a favor done for them with uh, either interference or at least a distractioning from uh, either Cody Rhodes and or uh, Jey Uso.
1: Yeah, yeah. To benefit yeah. them. Yeah, they can... Yeah, You know, and, and it's fine. They can have that. Even Triple H knows he, he can't give either of them a sustained singles push for very long <laughs> that, that that will take, so uh yeah it, 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 on, on the main roster so uh, uh the tanky players is what it's going to be yeah. and maybe then and maybe then Waller in theory can can, can be more serious contenders. Now, of course the team yeah. championships will fall will fall drastically down the card where <laughs> they are now <laughs>
0: uh yeah i but don't they know because, what, we had the, the, what, the Usos, New Day, Tag Team, Revival era there. Uh, well, I didn't actually mean the Revival or Revival.
1: Well, they were there, too.
0: But, oh, okay, yeah. Was that the last time when we had, like, four to five teams that were good and just had great matches and they just rotated through each other, so...
1: That's pretty much what happened there, yes. I mean, you had you would have had... You know the bar in there. You had the FDR oh. you had the former FTR in the revival, the current FDR in there. You know you had you know Seth and Dean, Seth Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. You
0: know. Oh. Teaming yeah.
1: on and off, and be keeping tag champs on and off. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they have enough people on the roster to do that, but they just haven't. I
1: mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean they kind of have. I mean, the, the Usos had some really good matches that were that were featured pretty high up on the card. Of course, all the way leading all the way to a, a WrestleMania main, Night One main event. You know, and then of course Kevin and Sammy were essentially for a while main event ta- main event tag team guys. That fell that fell a little bit. That fell some, but you know, the bloodline was still you know stiffing around the tag bells. The Judgment Day as a semi-main event,
0: or main event act, basically, so... Yeah. I think
1: that...
0: Yeah, I I guess I feel like those are in two different situations, in a lot of ways, like, they, the Usos and Owens and Zayn got that, the main event status, which uh, is impressive, but I don't feel like there's been kind of a sustained a great tag team division as of late. And that's more of what we're, you know, kind of led into this. It's it's, it's not
1: where it was five, six years ago. It's not where it was in the early 2000s or what have you. It's not, you know, it's not, yeah, no, it, it hasn't been. It's just, you know, because beyond the Bloodline, Beyond the Judgment Day, you're, 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 you're fighting, you
0: know, Austin awesome Theory and and Grayson Waller. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they can turn into a great tag team, but I guess that's what ends up. I feel like becoming or making a great tag division is where. People end up getting together and staying together for a while. Because I
1: don't, I don't mind the two of them together. I, I think that maybe it could be something. It definitely feels like they're still just two tag guys, two singles guys, just fighting oh, basically.
0: Tight. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, they you know, I, I don't see them coming out of the same music. I don't see them necessarily, you know, wearing matching gear. Or, or, or anything oh. of the sort.
0: Right. Yeah. But, but, but
1: personality-wise, I think they can fit together... I almost would think that maybe you could get a a whole, a, you know, a douchebag heel stable out of them, maybe with Miz and maybe one other person.
0: <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that could work out pretty well if they want to. Yeah. I mean,
1: because we, we are
0: doing that thing on Raw where The Miz basically can't get on the show anymore. <laughs> that that was still a pretty wild part of Raw <laughs> this week where The Miz is completely laying it out there and it's just like, nope, yep, we still don't have time for you, pal. <laughs> like, we can turn it into storyline all we want. Like, it's it, it's still happening. Oh, man, yeah. And that, I mean, that's still a testament to The Miz that he's been able to chew up that much scenery for that uh, that long of a time.
1: It, 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 it really is an accomplishment. No, he probably has a place in that company for life. Because I'm sure oh. when he's done wrestling, they'll find him something to do. Uh,
0: Yeah, if he's not an agent, I would be... Unsurprised if he's some type of ambassador, or you know, like if he feels like doing front office work, or even just advertising type work. Like he, oh, yeah, seems, seems yeah, Taylor. Yeah, 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 he could.
1: he could. certainly do all that.
0: Or even Plus, ho- hosting duties if he feels like doing that.
1: Yeah, I'm oh, sure he could do that. He, he could. He could probably try commentary and maybe be effective at it. You know, there's probably some things he would need to tone down a little bit and you know, but I, oh, maybe you would be a good you could be a good uh, a, a good cut color, color analyst and you know? And if the movie doesn't work out a long oh, you know, long term it's been twenty years, but you know, if the <laughs> doesn't work out you know, I mean they're still doing MTV
0: challenges. Uh-oh. Some of those
1: dudes are getting really old <laughs> and they're stupid doing that crap.
0: Uh yeah, I think maybe the Miz might be even uh too old uh by those standards to be uh, participating in those level of shenanigans. Uh for whatever reason I feel like we had uh I think we just had MTV music videos on and we saw a lot of ads for that. And uh yeah, you saw a lot of gray hair in those ads. Oh yeah, so these people
1: have been doing this for over twenty years now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that, that, that's crazy, but maybe Miz won't have that won't have that fate where he's doing silly challenges to to well to try to win a grand prize of hundred grand. I, I I I don't think Miz is in a position where he, he's going to be you know needing to humiliate himself for a hundred thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's in a pretty good spot. Um, I could be wrong, but, uh, he, he, he seems, uh, financially savvy, let's say. So, uh, I, I don't know for sure, but, uh, I, I would imagine he's banked a few extra bucks here. Uh, main event time, SmackDown, EO Sky versus Charlotte Flair for the women's, uh, WWE Women's Championship.
1: Oh, this match. Oh. Maybe the worst Eosky e- 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 singles match I've, I've ever seen, and not Eoskai's e- fault. Charlotte Flair was out of position so many times. There was a point in the match where I swear, after Eo e- e did something, Charlotte just started laughing instead of selling. When she was supposed to be selling, it was... No. It was a really... Im- Embarrassing performance. I, 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 once again, we've said it a million times on this show. There is something wrong with Charlotte. Blair. Uh, something with her motivation. Something with her, and it's affecting her talent. Or, it, it, she needs to figure herself out, and they need to figure out soon that the common denominator in these women's championship matches that don't work, especially when they, when you know they, they it into a, a multiple woman situation is Charlotte Flair.
0: Yeah, that was one where I guess I had felt like Charlotte had cleaned it up after her second recent comeback. Because, I mean, that first comeback was a disaster in the ring. And then she started getting abs, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, I did feel like the bad match, Idis had fallen off for the most part. I'm not sure that she was having great matches, but... Uh, you know, it wasn't like there were some just such bad matches in that one stretch there. Uh, but this one definitely harkened back to that, uh, for sure.
1: It did. It did. It, 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 it was just a piss poor performance, and Eo deserved better than that. And hopefully, she will get better than that at the better than that with Bianca Belair back, and if we can. Not that it feels like Charlotte's being pushed into the background at all because I could see them still wanting to run Charlotte and Bianca as a singles match, especially as we headed to WrestleMania season. Oh. But at least I, I assume Io's next singles title defense. Good news, it'll be against Bianca Belair, who she had a fantastic match against earlier this year. Simply match earlier this year at Backlash. No. Bad news, she might lose that match. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there has not been a lot of mustard behind uh, EO Sky's championship reign.
1: No, I mean, I mean, the story has been damage control. The story has been more Bailey. I don't foresee. I see an EO you know, complete face turn and, and, and feud with Bailey. But I don't necessarily really see the title involved. But it happens. Meaning, it will be you know could have what happened
0: after. Uh, yeah i feel like the if the up. i i feel like if the title was going to be involved it would have happened already but they turn you know like they were showing fractures in the uh in damage control and then they decided hey we're not going that route i don't know when that happened exactly but
1: you I mean, know it's, it's subtle but it, it it's still there there's still the moments where of course bailey grabs the microphone and speaks on behalf of Yo and gets her into a tough situation and all that. There's, we still have all that. And,
0: uh, yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, then I mean, we've got poor Dakota Kai still being dragged to every <sighs> every episode of SmackDown, despite still being, I believe, something like two or three months away from being cleared.
0: Uh, yeah, well, she definitely... have any physical... Not allowed to have any physicality at all. Visibly had a brace on still. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, she mostly has a brace. So, I will say, street clothes, Dakota, very fine. <laughs>
0: uh, I did, uh, speaking of uh, of Dakota, uh, did you see, I saw the little gif of her catching Eoskai's jacket as she walked past the ring.
1: I never saw
0: that. And uh, yeah, if you uh, get a chance, I know it's on there somewhere, but it was it was pretty nice because it didn't look like it was planned. Like Io just kind of flung it out of the ring, and she reached behind herself a little bit to grab it, and just kept on walking, like she didn't even break stride the whole time. It was it was uh, it was pretty nice. So. Uh, you know, uh, speaking of, uh, street clothes and, uh, ladies of the WWE, uh, on Raw, I think it was on oh yeah, cause, uh, there was no Becky Lynch, uh, <laughs> on SmackDown. Uh, Becky Lynch has the Indy Hartwell match, and they show Lyra Valkyria at ringside and in, I don't want to say street clothes because I don't think a dress is street clothes, necessarily, but uh, nonetheless, not in ring gear, and I almost did not notice her.
1: Yeah, she was, she, she has done some things with her looks since she she started in in, in NXT. All good things, mind you. All all, all good things. But yeah, she looks very different than the. Well, wait, wait, say like warrior princess type character she was playing in the in the very beginning. Yeah,
0: I think that's an easy shorthand for it, or lack of a better description, kind of situation. Because I mean, she was more druid or whatever, but yeah, yeah.
1: it's it's not. It's. I mean, it's not quite the real Ripley transformation, but it's definitely a transformation.
0: Oh, yeah. They have had her character moving in the uh, in the correct direction.
1: Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing her match with Becky Lynch when I uh, pretty much uh, get off of here and catch up on NXT. But uh, Becky oh. and Indy, fine match. Nothing to write. Ho- nothing professor to write home about. Um then we go backstage to the Zia Lee attacking Candice LeRae, so uh, you know, Candace and in, Indy kind of in that in, in that role of being the women who other women beat on the way to getting a title match.
0: Oh. Uh yeah, and it's been kinda interesting that uh, uh they've decided to finally bring back Zia Lee.
1: Yeah, very, but, but but this is what they've basically been doing, that they, these women that they've, that have just, it's not like they, they're new, they, they, they've been around, but there's just been, for various reasons, including, including injury, including injury issues, you know, there's no. been a lot of, you know, start and stop with them, or stop and start with them, and so to rev them back up, they've pretty much all been put against Becky Lynch. Becky is basically having to literally carry the entire WWE women's mid card <laughs> or undercard, and, and and build everyone up and try to make everyone try to make everyone. And now you can you, you, in the ring you can make any every try to you can try to make everyone as much as possible, but you know you, you're in zero control of the creative follow-up.
0: Oh,
1: and yep. I guess poor so Tegan got hurt again.
0: That poor girl has no luck at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, if if she uh, didn't have bad luck, she would not have luck at all. Right, yes. Uh, I, like, when they saying. said, oh, she got injured at NXT, I'm just like, oh my god. Like, I, I guess I hope it's one of those situations just because they did not define the injury. That it's not a long-term one, but...
1: It didn't sound like it was... You know, you and Natalya kind of played it off, but, yeah, that's just... Getting hurt in a match you really didn't need to be in, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sucks.
0: Oh, man. Yes, so, yeah, about, yes it does. There's about
1: 25 women on the roster, on the NXT roster, who could have been used to put over Lear, uh, uh, you know, in, in her last match. playing Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yep, had to had to be Tegan. She she was getting the TV time, so she was getting some extra TV time in NXT. Yes. Um, uh, and I'm trying to think if there was anything else from the ladies on Raw just to.
1: Oh, there you're, you're, you're forgetting the the,
0: the big contract signing segment. <laughs> oh. Yes, uh, I, I, I might have scrolled to that eventually. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's uh, a perfectly fine segment. I, I, I like that they had Rhea Stay on the outside the whole time and just like just just, just enjoying the carnage uh, as it was happening. Uh, I'm curious if this is taking the place of a Rhea-Naya Stingles match. Or if somebody else is going to take the pen, and we we we've still got a reunite a singles match to come. I am assuming. I'm kind of assuming it's the latter. Uh,
0: yeah, it was. I guess it's still kind of wild to me that it's a five. Is it no? It's actually a six woman match with re. Uh, no, it's not, no, it's just no, it's five. Not, it, it, it's, it's just five.
1: Yes. I mean, they, okay. they have a, the four women have been, the same. Have been involved in this for weeks now, and then they. Then they interjected Joey, Zoe Stark last week, or two weeks ago maybe. And yeah, no, it's a it's a five way. Basically, this match's goal, I guess, is to be an entertaining trade, an entertaining trade. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people to be involved in a ring, and a lot of coordination.
1: Women and all, all, all the most physically intimidating, almost almost all the most physically intimidating women in WWE in one match. You know, they want to do like their that the women's version of you know when it would be like Brock and Braun and Roman and Samoa Joe or whoever else would, would all be in a big big you know multiple person match with each other and just just beating the hell, and hell out of each other and throwing each other around. No, no, it's yeah. If if, if they follow a, per, a fairly set formula, I think that the match should should be fun. Because there's a formula for these kind of matches. That that's that, that's no. they've done a number of they've done a, they've done a number of the big boss fights uh, with the men. You know, three, four, whatever, whatever way, you know, multiple person pos fights, and this is that for the women. So, if they know how to follow a formula, I should be entertaining at the very least.
0: Uh, yeah, I would imagine that uh, it should be a, uh, a good match. Uh, Nia Jax, I don't think, has injured someone since coming back, so, I mean, kudos to her.
1: Uh, yes, 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 yes. Good for her. <laughs>
0: Maybe we'll get through another one. And uh, something else that did happen involving the uh, the women, I forgot that uh, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven defended their championships against Natalia and uh, Nikki Cross since Tegan was not available.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Oh uh, well, it, it, it kind of ended up being a thing of handicap match because uh, Nikki never tagged in, never showed any interest in being part of this at all, <laughs> and. and, and and did her Nikki Cross thing. I mean, got I don't know exactly what why, where they can go with Nikki Cross at this point, or you know, but you know, kudos to them for trying to find you know things for women to women, all the women on Raw to do.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, they've got three hours. Uh, they are filling it with their talent. Uh, it might be in the uh bad and indifferent categories, but uh it, it's better than not being there. So um yeah. Good for them, I guess. Uh Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Uh somehow uh not completely cursed with the championships. Not completely. <laughs> Because, I mean, that was a pretty uh, short-term injury there. And I guess to kind of get into uh, the crux of, to me, of of Raw was definitely... uh, Well, I guess it was uh, women's division related, since Rhea Ripley was involved in a lot, (laughs) a lot of segments on Raw this past week.
1: She definitely was a lot involved in a lot of segments. She is... Yes, it's all a part story, but yes, she is establishing herself as the, as, as, as the real brains behind the Judgment Day. Um, playing some manipulative games. I mean, for the last couple of months since Rollins has been dealing with Nakamura, he has not been interacting with the Judgment Day at all. No. But now... His storyline with Drew McIntyre is intertwined with the Judgment Day and all the other baby faces on Raw. So no, no, that's a it's almost like a you know, whose side will Rhea Ripley be on? You know, between Seth and, and Drew at, at, at Crown Jewel.
0: Uh, or whose yeah. side
1: will the Judgment Day? Or, or or who will the Judgment Day help?
0: Oh. oh. Yeah, uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, they don't really need to help. I mean, they can help one person and then immediately turn on them if they want to.
1: I, yeah, I guess they could. <laughs> I mean, I don't see either of them joining the Judgment Day. It just there's just not a fit there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously Drew's the one setting up for a heel turn, but I don't think. I don't know. I don't think. I just don't think that. I don't think
0: it would be a good fit for him uh, oh yeah that seems like a weird spot for him I think that Seth at least uh within the act itself could fit in really well but he doesn't have any reason to be there at all
1: no he doesn't have- he would take over basically, and it yeah. would become about him. He would be he he, he 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 would become the leader, and that's not what you know. They're supposed to have no leader, but we're also you know, wink, wink. It's 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 really it's really real Ripley. Uh,
0: yeah, they have uh, made that I, I feel like pretty clear uh, the last few months. Uh. Especially since she's been the one throwing down the gauntlet most of the time when the guys are uh, fighting amongst themselves. So, uh, yeah, she's uh, definitely firmly uh, in control. Uh, so, yeah, it's they, they laid a lot of fun uh, groundwork for, uh, you know, for puzzles like that. Like, who are they going to help out? What's you know what's going to happen in that department, and I think that was that 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 was a pretty fun part of uh, of Raw this past week. Um, going back to the tag team divisions a little bit, New Day versus Alpha Academy. Not what it could have been.
1: No, I mean we, we are we are fast running out of steam with all of these people. I mean, we really are. I mean, how many times can we see the new day in the tag team picture at all? Um, how many? T- you know, there was a fleeting moment of time. It looked like the Alpha Academy and Maxine were were becoming a e- 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 viable babyface act, but then, of course, that all went to crap when when uh, when Gable lost to Gunther.
0: Oh, yes. and
1: Otis turned into the world's largest jobber and no oh, there's, there's just no reason to care about any of this and they've got Tozawa I'm shocked you know the same people who were up in arms about the uh, the, uh, the roll of quarters angle in, in AEW not having a lot to say about Akira Tozawa behaving like some Stereotypical Asian tourist.
0: Uh, yeah, he's had a lot of weird roles in the WWE.
1: I mean, like is, all is, of them. Is, 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 uh, is, 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 is he a child? I mean, he's, he, he basically behaves like a child. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's like it's, it's, it's like the it's like the portrayal of what was it the Mung Duck Dong in, uh, yeah. in, in Sixteen Candles or whatever. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's that that that's exactly what he's doing. It's like, yeah, it, but apparently,
0: apparently that's okay. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I do think it's at least less stereotypical than his. Uh, what was his? Oh, the whole the ninja, ninja thing. The oh. ninja thing, yes, yes. I'm yes. just like, oh boy, guys, come on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's still not really good. Like, he has definitely become one of those uh, people that has stuck around more for, if you want to say it this way, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't no, I don't, no, I don't no. know what he other not
1: add, just,
0: category if, if, to put if, him if, if, in. If
1: the Alpha Academy is ever to be taken seriously again, no, he, can, he, he, he cannot be in it. So they're not to be taken seriously. And when, and when are they ever going to let Maxine wrestle again? What, What, what is the... I mean, I know she was dragged out of NXT purely for her looks, when she absolutely wasn't ready to wrestle at all. Oh. But er, 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 is she still training? Does she still go to? Is she still go to the performance center? You know, what's the deal there?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, she's referenced to the training. I think in subsequent uh, events. I'm not sure if it was mentioned this week in particular. Um, uh, but yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's one of those I don't know what to say. You know, it's just really weird. Like, yeah, you bring her up with that much purpose and, uh, you I know, just, the maximum male models thing doesn't work out. It looks like this uh, Alpha Academy thing is moving in the right directions. And then we just, it, you know, like you said, it came to a screeching halt when...
1: I, it, it, and, and it really was working through the whole thing with the Viking, Viking of Valhalla. It was, all, you know, they were gaining some real momentum. You know, it then, then it just came to a halt. And it, you know, once again, we also know that I think, you know, they kind of ended up swerving what Probably the original plan probably was for her to seduce Otis away from Chad Gable, and oh. they, she had, she ended up joining them. And, and and it seemed like it was, because we said it, it seemed like it was working, and then you know the thing you, you can't lose too many matches. You can't be made to look like a fool. You especially can't be made to look a, like a fool in front of your in front of your family and make your daughter cry.
0: Uh, yeah, that is uh, not a good look at all. And they have not done anything to uh, to build him back up in the meantime.
1: No. Uh, he, no he, he, That ship
0: has sailed. Yeah, I I, I believe he's mentioned it in passing that, you know, he wants to get back to that, but it doesn't matter. Like, he can say that on TV as much as he wants.
1: Yeah, it
0: will never happen again. So, I did like uh, the video with uh, Valhalla and Ivar.
1: I did like that. It's a shame it's coming off of him. Wait, that fighting rules match, did he win or lose that?
0: He he won that, didn't he? Yeah, he won that.
1: Oh, he did win that. So he did win his last uh, singles match. Yes. Okay, so he, during this period where Eric is injured and seemingly is going to be out for some time.
0: <laughs> that was, the honestly, the one thing that I took from that segment was, I'm like, oh my god, he is gone for a while, isn't he? Like... That just seemed like such a feature just for Ivar that I'm like, oof. Yeah, that, that's a no, long term injury, huh? Ahead,
1: him back for a while. And, <laughs> and I guess Ivar impressed the right people with his, his, his singles acumen. And he's gonna, they're gonna keep that as an act with Valhalla, even though, kind of funnily, he is not the Viking Raider that she's actually married to. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's always uh, interesting when uh, when things like that end up occurring. <clears throat> so yeah, I think that was a that that was kind of an interesting uh, little uh, piece of Raw there that I thought was uh, worth going over. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, are you uh, in the same boat as me and rolling your eyes on the whole uh, SmackDown versus Raw feud that uh, is I, yeah, percolating now?
1: We don't need to do this. We we are we we have all your top baby faces, you know, aligned with each other. We have your top deals and the Judgment Day and the and the Bloodline kind of having a loose alliance with each other. Whether you do war games or not, whether you do a traditional Survivor Series elimination match or not, that's your Survivor Series game. Oh. There is no need to bring back brand supremacy again. <laughs> There's no need. You know, n- no one cares about Adam Pierce. Absolutely no one cares about Nick Aldis. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... It, 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 it won't be good. I I'm, so again, I'm not 100% sure where they're heading with all of this, but it, it feels like we're, we're heading towards that crap again, and it's... That uh, it that feels incredibly passe, and there's you know, oh. especially when there's no real once again, there's there's no real authority figures that you can actually sink your teeth into that they hate each other, that they have established personalities. It's not like Shane versus Stephanie. You can't really do that, you know, type of thing. Where okay, you can. It's you know, and that's why the idea you know just kind of petered out. A, over time, you know, it's good. There were some good survivor series right there in that period. There, there were some good, ma- we got some good matches out of that.
0: Oh, um, yeah.
1: We, 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 you know, obviously, the the Brock matches with AJ Styles and Brian Danielson w- 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 are, are some of the best matches pro- pro- probably in the last decade. Uh, you know, the only Charlotte player versus Ronda Rousey match that uh, that, that was any real. Eh, okay, I'll, I'll give it the right quit match at Backlash last year some credit, but <laughs> they're really, really, really good. Charlotte versus Ryan, The match happened at one of those shows. Uh, you know, some other stuff was was pretty fun, yeah. but then we have the last two or three years of it, which were just mind numbing.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah, just not looking forward to this being a thing again. No, and, 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 and,
1: and, and and what are your matches even going to be?
0: Well, and uh, the, and there's just been there's been enough floating, you know, it's it's kind of the age-old complaint. There's been enough floating between the brands for a lot of people. You know, yes. not just the tag team champions where it's just like why am I supposed to believe that the you know, people care at all? You know, I I, I understand why <laughs> uh let's just pick any uh any sport why you know any rivalry exists, you know, like two teams head to head fifty percent most of the time, but it's kind of an entrenched thing. And they're just there never has been for SmackDown and Raw. There's always been too much of uh you know, they're joined at the hip. You know, and then when you have a draft every year and distribute the players, uh, like, almost everyone's touched both brands. Why do they really care?
1: No, uh, there's no reason for them to care. No. So I, I, if this is where Survivor Series is headed, I'm not looking forward to it at all.
0: Yeah. I... I was more up for uh, War Games uh, Part Two, uh, and that seems like more of the thing to do with the kind of obvious matchup that's on the <laughs> on the paper for Yeah, us. It,
1: it, and maybe they will still do that, and then you know around the show, the card is the bra, ra, around that is, the, is it's more Raw versus SmackDown type matches. Maybe you could have the you, you you could double dip there. But still, you know, we only we still only have we only have one tag one pair of tag team champions, one the one tag team champion. Uh, no. you know, it is... No. Is now granted if we could if we could get Gun- Gunther versus Logan Paul, th- that no, no, okay if we, if it means we get Gunther versus Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am. I am reconsidering my stance.
1: <laughs> yes. That, it's a big Gunther versus Rey Mysterio. That they can keep. I'm sure it'll be fine. But they can keep. <laughs> but yes, Gunther versus Logan Paul. That intrigues me. I mean, the thing about Survivor Series that doesn't get talked about it enough is that they've released multiple versions of that of of, of the event poster. And Roman Reigns
0: is never on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see him not... If they decided to go with the War Games match, uh, if if you want the heels to lose, he cannot be involved, and then you get the three people from Judgment Day and the two from uh, the Bloodline. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I could see that happening. You know, will it? I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, it 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 could. So yeah, it'll be uh, interesting where uh, where that uh, ends up uh, going in the end.
1: But oh, yeah, the,
0: let... the, the the start of the Raw versus SmackDown. Uh, not oh, not man. great, Jim.
1: What they do? We're away from the from War Games. Poor Cody. He wants to be in War Games.
0: (laughs) It's like half the reason he came back to uh, the WWE. He's just waiting to be in a War Games match. Oh man. Um, so uh, I guess next up uh, here uh, on Raw, uh, Drew McIntyre continues his uh, his slow heel turn, uh, and he ends up with a match against Sami Zayn uh, on this night.
1: Yes, and wins after a distraction from one Rhea Ripley.
0: Uh, yeah, I uh, am not surprised that, that we are getting some hard times out of uh, Sami Zayn after the forced breakup of his tag team. Uh, yeah, there was a time where uh, you could have sold me on Sami Zayn beats Roman Reigns uh, that that time has uh, gone by and I would not put stock in that currently
1: no, no, no
0: so um, yeah, I mean it gets Drew the win ahead of his showdown with Seth Rollins it shows that Rhea Ripley can pay off for Drew McIntyre uh, because of the distraction. He did stiff her on the way out. And did not uh, pay her any mind. Uh, but he could just be throwing uh, everyone off the scent. Uh, we, we we shall find out uh, next Saturday. In that department. Um... Oh boy. Yeah, talked about that. And then... Yeah, main event time: Jey Uso, Damian Priest, uh, even more blood li- bloodline Judgment Day uh, on this show. Yep, whole, whole lot of Judgment Day. Damian Priest ends up being Jey Uso with uh, with a whole lot of help, uh, quite frankly. So. Uh, I guess not a lot—a whole lot to say about that one, really.
1: No, I mean, I mean, I guess we did miss the part where Cody's ankle was taken out by the judges.
0: Oh, day. yeah. And, and he... then he
1: returned at the end of the night to to, 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 to sack some revenge. So Cody La- Rhodes loves the uh, injured limb heading into a big match in Saudi Arabia, mind you.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, that that's one where I'm like, hey, uh I know you wouldn't have been allowed back out there if uh you were that level of injured, so. Uh but yeah, Cody uh Cody loves to sell and he needs to look like he uh he might lose this match that he's uh, most likely not gonna lose. So after that, Chris, how much of AEW did you end up watching this past uh, weekend? Because we, there was a lot of AEW TV on.
1: I watched Collision, and that's it. Uh,
0: I, I, because the DVR is still set for uh, Rampage, I still uh, muddle my way through that one. Uh, But then I did watch Collision, did not watch Battle of the Belts, because uh, in the past, uh, the DVR has just kind of automatically recorded any AEW programming. For some reason, failed to catch this one. Did not look like I missed a whole lot. But uh, uh, any thoughts uh, on... Brian Danielson and uh, Andrade El Idolo leading off uh, collision.
1: It was a dream match, Kevin. A dream match. <laughs> it was good. It was Danielson being Danielson. Andrade in the U.S. has never been better. Or it was that. Ne- well, seems to only really rise to the occasion. When he's when he's wrestling, Johnny Gargano or Rey Mysterio, and I don't oh. know if Brian Danielson joined that list per se, but it, it was a good match. It was a good enough match. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, that was definitely his, okay. to me the best match that he's had in AEW.
1: Soccer. <laughs> huh. <laughs> so- just oh. Against Daniels, <laughs>
0: oh yeah, <laughs> it's kind of easy to uh, to have uh, a, a good match against Mister Danielson. Um, so yeah, I mean it was a good match. I hate and AEW uses the whole dream match word wording entirely too often, and you shouldn't be giving away a dream match on TV this... Uh, yeah, this flippantly.
1: No, no. It was just a very silly term for the match. Because they had wrestled each other one other time. On an episode of SmackDown. <laughs> when it was on, like... <laughs> the second quarter hour or something like that
0: <laughs> oh, the, 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 they got a weird spot too huh? <laughs> well actually this yeah. isn't a weird spot this is the opener so i mean i do always feel like aew has a tendency to try to put their best foot forward uh on the, a lot of these programs to start with and then ramp back down after that um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was a good one to kick things off, um, Sky Blue ends up, uh, both on Rampage and Collision, uh, another one of those moments where, uh, they bring in outside talent, and you're just wondering why they're bringing in outside talent when they have so. <laughs> oh, the, the, the vaunted
1: Hollywood hate Hayley J from uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling and the and the Netflix documentary series The Rustlers.
0: Yeah,
1: she is. From everything I've gained, I've gathered, not a classy broad, and not a very good wrestler either.
0: Uh, yet yeah, was not impressive in the uh, the two minutes of time that she was given.
1: No, no, no. And we look like we're going to something of a slow burn heel turn with Sky Blue having recently been victimized by the mist of Julia Hart. So it's turning her evil.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting little angle that they've decided to uh, run because they're having something similar happen to Willow Nightingale, but not quite to that extreme.
1: No, but... I think it's going to turn out that Willow Willow Nightingale is so... It's, it's, it's so pure of heart that the mist
0: has no effect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see uh, Sky Blue eventually turning on Willow uh, to, to kick off a, a small feud there. Uh... <sighs> Boy, uh, no one really wanted the uh, Gun Club taking on the Outrunners uh, on Collision, did they?
1: No, no, no. The, the, I don't know where Tony Khan is getting these jabbers, but we, we we should have learned everything we need to learn about just bringing in goofy looking goofy looking jabbers for 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 the visual shuffle from the whole James James Ellsworth battle.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, this uh, that is a true statement. <laughs> oh man! And now uh, the the not match of the night for me. Jeff Jarrett takes on Eddie Kingston in a Memphis Street fight.
1: Oh, that was the that was the match of the night for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did 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 it make you turn off the TV after watching it? Well,
1: I mean, I kind of wanted to because I I, I knew it wasn't going to get any better than
0: that. Oh,
1: They were spraying mustard and ketchup on each other. Come on now. Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, it suited the uh, clown show that Jeff Jarrett keeps around him. Uh, I was still mystified, though, that you... (laughs) AEW... Like... I like the concept that they have of bringing in wrestling uh, old legacy talent maybe is what I'm looking for and using them in some way or presenting people that, uh, you know, the WWE just does not really deal with. I had kind of forgotten that I'd heard Dave Brown call some matches When I heard his voice uh, during this, I'm like, the name wasn't ringing a bell for me, uh, but the voice got me. I think there's a place for it. I I just don't think they do it.
1: It's just because they were in Memphis.
0: Yeah. I I, I guess I feel like they can put him in a better spot to uh, succeed.
1: I mean, as I said, as I said, he literally called Jeff Jarrett's first match of his entire career when he was like 18, 17 or 18 years old. You know? uh,
0: well, I, I don't think you put him in there with three other people.
1: No, that didn't work. No, no, no. It, especially thing, Memphis' whole thing was there was not a heel announcer. There was two big face announcers, two got you know, you like you, like two guys at the end of the bar, or what have you. Your two, two friendly uncles. You know, we're, we're calling the show. He never had to deal with Nigel McGinnis, and boy was Nigel on one on this night.
0: Well, I...
1: Kevin, I know you have some things to say about Nigel McGinnis. So let's just get it off your shoulders. <laughs> just get it off your chest.
0: Well, I like him as an announcer,
1: but he's gotten
0: to a weird point where, and I think part of it, I I, I mentioned it on Twitter, where I don't think he's browbeating Tony Schiavone and uh, Kevin Kelly as badly as Corey Graves did to Byron Saxton. Yeah. but them not having baby face comebacks. It just is a real hindrance to the product in general. And then you have Dave Brown trying to play around all of these shenanigans going on. Yeah. And it's just like... He is
1: 80 plus years old, yes. (laughs)
0: Like, what are you doing to this poor old man? Yeah, <laughs> you 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 say you're treating him like royalty, and you're just fucking rubbing dirt in his face. Come on, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. N- N- Nigel was a little was a little rough th- throughout the night, and as yes, he said, no. Tony and Ke- Kevin Kelly had no response. I'm shocked by the time they got to the main event match. <laughs> Jim Ross didn't audibly tell tell Nigel just to fuck off. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> just Nigel, Jim, Jim, Jim Ross is in no mood. <laughs> just let us just, just drop that. <laughs> uh,
0: you know what though, Jr. does a better job of handling Nigel than the other two guys.
1: Well, yes, because he spent his career working with obviously Lawler, but working with Cornette, working with Heed and some you know. He he's had that he's had that repartee with Jesse Ventura he he's had that repartee with his with with, with with his color commentators for most of his career and he is not afraid to tell someone to kiss his
0: ass <laughs> that that is useful uh, though I I mean I do not feel like he needed that with Nigel but I'm like oh thank God like I can't believe I'm saying like as much as I've made fun of Jim Ross in recent years. He was the only one that uh, he didn't get uh, McGinnis to back down at all, but at least he had answers, or just straight up agreed with them sometimes. With that, which I thought was kind of funny too. Um, but you know, I, yeah, I I just really don't like when the announcers are that lopsided, because even. Even the wackiest in NXT is uh, forever, uh, until they change announced partners, Vic Joseph and Booker T is some weird relationship <laughs> that I enjoy. But Vic at least has some answers when Booker T is going weird on shit. You know, like it's more, he does more subtle jabby type things and you've got to almost be paying attention to it, but at least he can fire back on him. Oh man, Tony and, and Kevin, I, I, I guess I would have thought Kevin Kelly has done enough announcing with Nigel McGinnis that I would have thought that he would have something.
1: I think this uh, this run for Kevin. I think wrestling at this point for Kevin Kelly is just a paycheck. <laughs> I don't think he has a lot of enthusiasm.
0: Uh, well, I guess it, can...
1: it, it, it was a weird hire to begin with because they do have so many announcers uh, on oh. staff that they can use. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I yeah, the, the argument for bringing Nigel in is stronger you can't, you know, you don't want, we I mean, don't want, uh, don't necessarily want Taz doing both shows.
0: Oh, but right.
1: You could, you could put, you, you already have. These, you know, Tony Schiavone being there, is Tony Khan slowly reaching the point of admitting that hiring Kevin Kelly was a mistake?
0: <laughs> well, and it's something, I guess I kind of thought about this, is, A, I guess I just... <sighs> I, I didn't see much of Kevin Kelly's original WWF run, which I he was, he it was C,
1: the, he, he was a C announcer. He would be, he might have been Sunday Night, heat, basically. Uh,
0: uh, well, yeah, I or, mean, or or, or 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 he
1: or if he did Raw. It was because he was filling in for Jim Ross. But then Michael Cole was in, and so he would always he would fill it for, for Jim Ross.
0: Oh, yeah. So that was. I, I guess I didn't see his early stuff, so I never got into him. Thought he was okay, and a lot of the Ring of Honor stuff, but he usually didn't... I feel like it wasn't until later that Nigel ended up joining the announce desk.
1: Because Steve Carina was the first co-host, right?
0: Uh, you know, I don't In know.
1: the Sinclair era, I don't... Yeah, I think I think so. I, I missed so much of that. I, I was just so out of ROH, I...
0: And it didn't even come out of my area, and then with it, it wasn't a reasonable hour. Uh, yeah, and I guess I'm trying to figure out. Uh, yeah, WWF till 03, Ring of Honor twenty ten to twenty seventeen. Uh oh, okay. Because I'm trying. I was trying to. Oh, it doesn't say who his uh, announce partners were. That's what I was really looking for in that in, in that run.
1: Does it have a link for ROH on Sinclair or some type of thing
0: that indicates the ROH show? Uh, no, not on Wikipedia at least. Um, because it doesn't even say, because it mentions uh, New Japan. Oh, it's so funny that they mention uh, that Matt Stryker is the other uh, New Japan pro uh, English language commentator. But not... Now to... he still
1: is? Or uh, 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 I don't remember who they've got doing in WWE
0: Strong. I actually thought of, uh, about Lost Kevin Kelly I don't Uh... All... uh... <laughs> Oh, it was uh, Steve Carino. Uh, yeah, Matt Stryker, Steve Carino, then Don Callis.
1: Oh, Matt. they have yeah. Matt Stryker in ROH.
0: Uh, no, 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 for New Japan. Oh, okay. No, they. For, it, it's kind of interesting that they have the partners listed for New Japan, but not for Ring of Honor. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, no. know.
1: I mean, I mean, Callis is, is is pretty much what I what I most remember.
0: Uh, yeah, so I guess he never. I I guess I felt like he dealt with uh, Nigel at some point, but I'm assuming that Nigel was probably in his WWE phase, honestly, at that point. Yeah. So uh, I guess that maybe that makes some sense. That I guess he really did not deal with him all that much. So uh,
1: um, yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of that kind of does kind of runs together but I, I think the team i most associate with the the area of new japan i watched you know religiously i would say new japan world big shows religiously was uh, kevin kelly and Diane callous
0: oh oh yeah okay he was a uh, keller commentator beside kevin kelly I went to yeah, Nigel. I, I, I went to.
1: I they together.
0: I went and to Nigel's does... page <laughs> to, to, to get that pulled up.
1: <laughs> do they also do NJPW Strong shows together, or is, there, or is that who does those? Because I know they've completely revamped the the English speaking team for the NJPW world. Like, like, like there's oh. no prominent American announcer there at all, I believe anymore.
0: Uh. uh... Uh, well, it says New Japan Pro Wrestling 2015 to uh, present.
1: No, so, I'll try still, you know what? Yeah. He's still been doing it, but he's going to, but I think after, I mean, maybe after Wrestle Kingdom or what have you, I think that, I think he's going to stop. Oh, af-
0: yeah, after Wrestle Kingdom, 2024.
1: Yeah, so that's what I that, that, he heard, because he can't, he can't, he's still, I, I think he still keeps a regular job, too. And he's,
0: he's well, a long yeah, long and I was going to say that those are the weeks, <laughs> that I actually savor on both Collision and Rampage when they bring in Ian Riccaboni to be the yeah
1: it's time to just, it's it's time to close on ROH and then and then put put Ian on Saturday night with, with Nigel yeah per- permanently
0: uh, yeah because it, it, Ian knows how to deal with his shenanigans too again like he's kind of more of a happy go lucky kind of guy but. Uh, yeah. Again, responses then, are just required in my in, in my book. Any uh, any type of response.
1: Yeah. And then Tony, totally, you're a billionaire. Please pay, pay your pay your announcers enough money to to not have day jobs.
0: What did, does Rick Abani have a day job too?
1: I believe he does, but but I think it's like something like in like helping like disabled people. Or, I think it's something that he like really has a passion for doing. He, uh, like he doesn't uh-huh. want to quit it. Okay don't totally like, quote me on that but it's 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 like a real like you know sus, you know helping society type job.
0: Good for him. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, the, enough with the uh, the announcer diatribe there all, all all because of Dave Brown showing up for a Jeff Jarrett match. Um, oh my god. Miro versus Action Andretti. Next match. <laughs> uh, I could be, I could be interested if they decide to do like, uh, um, uh, Fatal Attraction isn't the right word, but if uh, CJ Perry keeps on luring people in to then get beaten by. Miro would be kind of funny if they go that route not sure that they're going to I think that's,
1: where, that's exactly where they're going on. she's not seriously trying to find another man and she's just she's just playing with now where all of this can go in the context of pro wrestling I have no idea
0: uh, yeah and then that was kind of the biggest thought that crossed through my head I'm like well where do you go with this then like
1: I mean, it's like it. It. It's, once again, I said last week. It, it, it's like Miro isn't even
0: in regular AEW. <laughs> he's in his own vortex. Uh, he's in his weird uh Dexter Loomis vortex of uh, kind of serial killer, but not serial killer. Uh, yeah, FTR match does not need to be talked about. Well,
1: I mean, I guess. What needs to be talked about is what happened throughout the night with uh, House of Black, you know, interfering oh. in multiple matches. Yes. Because they did it here, so. And then it's going to lead into. Then I believe that leads into the main event, correct? Uh,
0: yeah, because what's his. Uh, Alistair Black showed up. Was it the was that the first match they showed up?
1: Yeah, that's the first match. We did, did get the spin kick on the Black Mass or whatever they call it now on, on Danielson. Then Brody no. and Buddy Matthews, and and he, he jumped, in on, jumped on the Revival, which then leads us to our final match of the evening, the tag team championship match with Ricky Starks and Big Bill against, against Claudio Fassignoli and Wheeler Yuna. A lot to talk about here that doesn't really include the match itself, which was fine, but nothing to write home about. But then the shenanigans started. And there were a lot of shenanigans here. There's <laughs> quite a few directions to go here. Um. Okay. So- yeah. It
0: was a wild ending. Like, like you said. Like, I, I was like, oh my god, are they gonna really go this? Like, I saw when they had started that match and they called it the main event. I'm like, is this gonna be a 25 minute match? A, uh, at least the report that I'm reading says it was a 20 minute match, which is. Uh, Longer than I would have expected. But uh, we had five minutes of shenanigans afterwards. (laughs) That, uh, yeah, involved uh, House of Black. Uh, Didn't involve Ricky Starks and Big Bill, but then they decided to get involved. And FTR came back out. And uh, John Moxley made a, uh, a reappearance at the end of this.
1: Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, we had, and... Okay, let's give it this. In this segment, the backfield Combat Club were fighting his... are fighting his baby faces, <laughs> And they chased off the... House of Black. Big Bill ran away. Went, went, Big Bill ran away. And then... Ricky Starks was left with all the baby, the baby faces, and was essentially, absolutely, completely humiliated in a way that you will not, you are not going to humiliate someone you believe is someone that is going to stick around long enough for you to push them. That is the biggest takeaway I had from all of Collision. Ricky Starks is going to WWE. I,
0: yeah, like I. C- they
1: have to already know that. I,
0: I, yeah, that was one where I'm like, I can't believe that he didn't get out of the ring. You know, that Big Bill didn't drag him out of the ring some way or another, so that something like this didn't happen.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, this was a message being me, sent. Yeah. And I thought he, and I thought Tony Khan was a better, was a better man than Vince McMahon than to have these things played out on camera. But I guess he's not.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know when his uh, contract is up, but it honestly can't be soon
1: enough. It can't. It, it, it feels like it's soon. It feels like they, they're beginning to. Maybe this is a tag team belt side just to just just to just to give him something, just give him a bone to chew on, and hope that maybe he he got happier. But they're pretty confident. He he he, he he's not staying. And that's where we get our end of collision. And Which will lead us into Dynamite on Wednesday, tomorrow or tonight, or most of you will hopefully will be listening to this, where Brian Danielson and Claudio Cassidy only team up, presumably as the heel team, to take on the tag team of Orange Cassidy and Kazuchika Cassidy- Okada. So from show to show, from segment to segment, the Black Macomica continues to switch to, to jump from face to heel with no rhyme or reason.
0: Uh well and that's a tough sell too since usually the segments that Brian Danielson is in, the BCC are uh baby faces.
1: Yes, they are. They should have been taken care of from the moment he came back that he was no longer with them. If yeah, they so still wanted to have the Black comic Comic well, Russell Baby Faces, I believe I saw I did see a clip from Battle of Belts where they well, actually, well, they were finally, you know, when the Blackpool Combat Club finally left the ring, crossed over with uh, Orange Cassidy making his entrance for his international title defense, and him oh. and Moxley shoulder blocked each other, basically. Shoulder-bumped each other. So uh, that's oh. still in play. Okay. So, yes. When Daniels is not involved, they're heels. But when Daniels is involved, they're faces. This is absolutely stupid
0: i uh, well, kind
1: of separated them from the start of nelson's yeah, return
0: uh, yeah it's a it, it's a really really weird spot for everyone else in the blackpool combat club to uh to be in so uh yeah i guess uh, any other parting shots before uh, before i talk about beer
1: no, this has been a long show that I did not
0: expect to be a long show. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think the wrestle uh, the the announcer diatribe really bumped this uh, the runtime up. Uh, Bell time beer is one that I picked up uh, last year when the wife and I uh, decided to go on uh, something of an anniversary trip. Scarlet Lane Brewing out of. Uh, I don't think their original location is uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, but that is the one that we went to and picked up quite a few beverages. They are known as the uh, the official beer of horror. They have uh, Halloween-type themes going on year-round, uh, and it's a very macabre joint that we went to uh, last year. Uh, So the theming is really fun, and I felt like it fit with uh, the time of year. And uh, due to the fact that we have Halloween Havoc happening tonight, uh, fit right in there. This is uh, one of their standard offerings. It's a Tiberius West Coast double IPA. Uh, And yes, you can definitely tell that it's the West Coast IPAs are ones that are more like the original IPAs that I'm not that huge a fan of. But there is a little bit of citrus brightness. And I always like, it's funny uh, where uh, Jeremy, though a bigger IPA guy and more of a bitter hop guy than me, does not like the uh, double IPA process. Uh, I find that the hops kind of get some type of extra funk in that uh, double brewing process that really makes it uh, stand out and have a a better taste, even when it's bitter uh, and not my favorite. So, yes, uh, their uh, Tiberius is a very good West Coast uh, double IPA. So if you're out in the Indiana area, I suggest picking up some uh, beers from Scarlet Lane. I believe their Slasher uh, last year was very good, but I... As far as I know, they actually changed the res- recipe up for that one from year to year because last year's was uh, a Slasher 3. I'm assuming that this year's is going to be Slasher 4. Uh, if you see that on shelves, I would uh, probably recommend to buy it even without having drank the beer. Uh, so that is the uh, hashtag Belltime beer of uh, this here podcast. Uh, the brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at Spotify, iHeartRadio, or uh, what was the last one that I was trying to think of? Uh, Amazon. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Have a good night, grandkids. Later.